We are back with another episode of the Idols to Rebels podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, this is a podcast we record every Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, we upload them, get them ready to go. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of the above. And uh, yeah, like I said, we've been running strong two years. Last year was the two-year anniversary. So if you've been here through it all or if you've just started, I appreciate everybody for listening. And uh, mix it up every now and again. Normally talk about sports, you know, what's going on and just things about getting better. That's stuff I've always been interested interested in about people that are achieving more lessons that I've learned. And that's normally the, uh, the subject of conversation for most of these podcasts. So we're just going to get into it today, get it knocked out episode 80 and uh, let's get it. So wanted to start off with sports news. There's been a lot of sports news since last week's podcast and mainly football. So crazy news, Bengals, Rams going to the Super Bowl, but that's not really been the headline for the past couple of days. We learned a few days ago that Tom Brady is retiring after 22 years, um, 22 seasons rather, and greatest news I've heard in quite a long time. He's been tormenting me for a while. He is an amazing quarterback, an amazing competitor, all of the above. We know this, but knocked me out of a lot of Super Bowls, maybe lose a lot of games. So not really upset. He's retiring. I know a lot of people, you know, were fans of him respect the guy but i'm uh i'm super excited that he's done it kind of got the news kind of got broke in a shitty way adam schefter tweeted it out before it was really official and same thing happened with andrew luck you know andrew luck was sitting on our sidelines whenever he was kind of outed on retiring later that day and he's sitting on the sidelines for a preseason game and next thing you know he's being booed off of the field so I don't know how I feel about that. I get obviously that the reporting and everything like that is, you know, it's headlines. You want to get the news first. You want to get the news out before everybody else does. But the fact that, you know, you're kind of fucking up these people's last moments in football or in any other career is, uh, I don't know, not that great. And it kind of backlashed. It would have been hilarious, you know, if Tom Brady comes out and goes, you know what, I'm actually not retiring now because this is how this all went down and this didn't didn't go out on my terms. So I'm thinking I'm going to stay a little bit. That would have been an all-time Tom Brady move. I'm glad he didn't because that would have just perpetuated his legacy even more. But, you know, mad respect for the guy. He grew on me towards the end, even though, you know, I hated seeing him win as many Super Bowls as he did. There's nothing you can really deny about him being just an absolute animal on the football field. So, Tom Brady officially retired as of right now. He could pull an MJ and come back. Wouldn't surprise me. Again, that'd be an all-time Tom Brady move. So we'll see. Maybe he comes back, leads the Jets to a Super Bowl. You know, nothing is impossible. And another thing that came out actually today on the uh, the 2nd of February is that the Washington football team, also known as the Washington Redskins for, you know, 50, 60 years, got a new name. And let's just say their marketing department slash you know, front office is comically bad at making decisions. You know, the whole Dan Snyder stuff, obviously he's seems like not the best guy in the world. Well, you know, that's neither here nor there. He'll probably, we'll learn more about that as time goes on, but uh, they are now the Washington commanders. And upon, you know, kind of hearing that I thought, okay, cool, you know, military themed. I think that's kind of what they were going after. Um, I'd heard a lot about like the wolves or the admirals. Admirals would have been cool or red wolves or something along those lines. I thought those were kind of dumb, but commander sounds cool. There was a lot of people talking about, Hey, well, you can't really make any chance for it. You know, commanders has so many syllables and stuff to make a chant for it. And then I started seeing the internet take the Washington commies and kind of run with that. And 
the fact that I know that that is going to be a thing until either they change names or something, you know, they win a Super Bowl or two is apt. Is, is hilarious. The Washington commies, they're supposed to be representing our nation's capital, you know, the the land of the free, home of the brave. And then we have an all red and yellow team right outside their door named the Washington commies. Comically bad, an all-time move by the Washington program. This is nothing short of exactly what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to fuck up this rebrand. They were supposed to make it make all the wrong decisions and they did. These new jerseys are garbage. They look like they were made in Microsoft Paint. I keep seeing these awesome renders from graphic designers on Instagram that just do it for fun. You know, maybe they're in high school or in college and they're just kind of fucking around with it and they look incredible. And then you look at what people got paid to do and it's a joke. Red and yellow normally, you know, gives off the mustard vibes, mustard and ketchup vibes, Ronald McDonald as it is. So you got to kind of play your card safe, but it's it's atrocious. I wish I could show you on screen, but Look up the Washington Commanders new logo and uniforms. They got white, they got red, they got black. And the font, it looks like the font you use whenever you first learn how to use PowerPoint in third grade. It's just counter outlines, you know, contrasting colors. You've got gradients that go back and forth, not even just one. It goes white, red, white, red, white, red. They're terrible. They're absolutely garbage. The Redskins uniforms were classic back in the day. The logo, all of it was was amazing there some of their old stuff their old jackets were just filthy and now it looks you know like a joke like what that organization has turned into so it's going to be an interesting one i can't wait to hear the washington commies chant and there was also a clip that kept airing about chase young their starting defensive end talking about how shitty of a name that would be and again just all-time move by washington like thank you for continuing to be as bad as you are for a football program i'd gone to a washington game at fedex field God, at 10, 10, 15 years ago at this point, it was for a, a good friend of mine who I played lacrosse and football with his birthday party. We went to a, a box. It was my first ever box game. And uh, we lost to the uh, St. Louis Rams at the time. And this was when they were garbage. I mean, two and two and 14 garbage. They, they ran a kickoff return back. It was box was awesome. You know, free chicken tenders just with the boys vibing, let your feet hang out. But it was FedEx field was a shithole back then. It still is now. And it's, it's incredible for this organization to just keep on churning out bad decisions. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. And so that's enough for news, sports news, a lot of football news, but uh, that's just been kind of the week it's rolling up to the Super Bowl, So a lot of that stuff's coming out. And again, Tom Brady retiring Washington commanders, new team, all the quarterbacks I grew up with are gone. Both the Mannings, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. It's a new it's a new era, and I've been waiting for this for a while. Ever since Peyton retired, I really didn't give a shit about everybody else. I kind of wanted them to to roll out and get some new some new blood in there, and I think we have. We've got a lot of good quarterbacks coming up. So football news is about to come to an end, unfortunately, because the season is ending and college football is now over. So we'll just have to keep on keep on looking forward to next season as we always do, and, and kind of go into the, the dark ages. But as a kind of other topic that's been exploding recently is the crypto crash, quote unquote. And I don't know, you know, crypto hasn't been around long enough for us to know really what a crash is per se, you know, it could just be a bear market, but I have never been the biggest crypto head in the world. I know I made, you know, I 10 x my money on XRP 
or not XRP on Dogecoin, you know, it was great. Didn't make a killing. I know some people that made 20, you know, 20, 30 grand, which good for them. Same with GameStop and, and all those other kind of joke and meme coins, but it's been, you know, tempting. I've, I can officially say I've finally jumped in the crypto game a little bit, not too much um, as these prices continue to just plummet. And I'm looking at the, uh, the ticker now and, you know, Bitcoin is down 5% today, Ethereum 3%, XRP down 4%. Solana, 7%, Terra, 7.3%. I mean, I don't even know what half of these are, but it's been kind of taking a dive. And a lot of people, a lot of the crypto guys that, you know, we're talking about how amazing they're making money off of it. It seems like they're getting scared, which kind of confuses me a little bit because they're all about, you know, risk and they haven't really seen a deep dive like this in a while. Last time I think was when Bitcoin hit like three grand and I had, I had a pledge brother that bought in there and he's been making a killing ever since. So I I don't understand why people are freaking out about this. I think this is probably the best thing to happen to crypto. I don't know why it's happening. I mean, as I see things happening with the market as far as, you know, everything's inflated, housing, cars, watches, all luxury items are all inflated, which I still don't think we've gotten the full brunt of the impact of COVID and having no no one working and producing goods. I think that's coming. So I don't know why that these coins wouldn't be skyrocketing right now. You know, I'm no you know financial analyst, but that's how I see things going. I kind of dip my toe in the water for crypto, and I think it's super exciting to be honest with you. This is the first time again. I I went into Bitcoin and Ethereum like a year ago, and I had to take the money out for paying bills or rent or something like that. But threw some back in earlier this week, whenever it was at its close to its lowest, and I think I'm kind of with it. I kind of still want it to plummet, throw a little bit more in, and kind of ride the wave, but. I don't understand why these people that have been, you know, on the front of Bitcoin and I've made 300 grand or I've made a million or I've 20 X to my money are all of a sudden kind of getting scared. I, I think this is good for the crypto market. I love watching it happen. And I don't know why people aren't buying in. I mean, I'm looking at headlines right now where Bitcoin bounce pauses on low volume. I don't see how that's a thing unless people are really that skeptical that to where they think that these aren't going to recover. I think they will. Do I think that all of these coins are going to be around forever? Hell no. Do I think that a lot of them could be? It's possible. And I also think kind of the bigger players that have been around for a while do have a little bit of themselves established. Again, you know, anything can go to zero. So who am I to say, but it is interesting to watch. So if you haven't done any research, if you haven't looked into COVID, COVID if you haven't looked up into Coinbase or um, crypto.com, I would, uh, I would check it out. Now might not be a time to get in. I mean, you're getting things at quite a discount. And so I think that, you know, it might be a good opportunity and do a little more research. I also want to look into kind of these smaller coins, you know, Cardano, Solana, those things, ones I've heard of. I don't know shit about them. I don't know really anything about the blockchain. I get the concept of ownership and all that, but I don't really understand who's innovating. I kind of thought it was a, a process that everyone followed, but it sounds to me like people are doing it a different way. So we'll figure out what that will mean and, you know, learn about what these coins have to offer and kind of go from there. But I'd look into it. I was one who was not skeptical about it. I just didn't have funds that I thought would be meaningful to put in there. And I also thought that they, everything was pretty high. And so now could be a good time. So, you know, this is not financial advice, but that's what I'm doing. And we're going to see how it plays out. And if these things decide to skyrocket again, you know, maybe we'll make some money off of it, but we'll just have to wait and see, you know, life's an experiment. So why not give it a try? And I've kind of been sick of, you know, sitting on the sidelines and not getting into the crypto space because I think it is super cool. I think it is where things are going and the way that 
you know, web 3.0 is rolling out, it's going a lot faster than I thought it would. All this NFT stuff, these smart contracts, it's, it's moving quick and, you know, being on the sidelines kind of observing, got to do a little bit more research, got to teach myself about this stuff. But I think, you know, anybody can learn it. I'm hearing about all these billionaires that, you know, they said they spent, you know, 20 hours learning about it and now they're dumping billions of dollars into it. So there's got to be something there for that. And, you know, we're not losing billions of dollars. Might as well toss them in and you make a couple bucks. There you go. Um, And transitioning from that. So there's been a lot of things that have been happening as far as stuff I've been learning. So as we go on, I've said this before, I said it a few times, but how I kind of structure, you know, goals, habits, improving, not really, it's not really a, uh, you know, resolutions or anything like that. It's, it's set up into chapters. So chapters are either I pick like a big day or I'll be like four months out for my birthday or, you know, leases up in, you know, 130 days or whatever it may be. I'll pick kind of a day. Sometimes it's arbitrary. Sometimes it's 120 days. Sometimes it's 90 and I set out, you know, 10 goals to work on things. And so the biggest, the biggest things I've been working on is kind of, you know, reading. And I always say, I want to have a reading goal and then physical goals, what have you. And so the reading goal I've been working on pretty heavily with audiobooks and, and really getting more into to paperback and physical books. And uh, I've been reading to a lot, reading a lot of Ryan Holiday and stuff that he's been doing and his YouTube videos and all of that. So the book I'm currently listening to is Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday. And it's an excellent book to read, especially because he reads it and he's got such a way with with words. You know, he's been a writer for a while. I believe he did, you know, 10 books in 11 years and whatever, 80% of them were New York best, uh, New York Times bestsellers. So that's got to say something about it, but very stoic, very stoic mindset. I don't believe in everything they say. And that's how I know that I kind of agree with his opinions is and also kind of see myself as I've evolved. It was, okay, I like these people. I respect these people's opinions. Everything they say is gospel. And realizing that that is not necessarily the best way to go about it. The, you know, you you want to, you can pick and choose what you believe in. You can pick and choose in, you know, what sounds right to you. And that's kind of where I've realized that I'm evolving with that is knowing that, you know, it isn't just, okay, every word these people spit out, you know, I'm going to write these notes down. I'm going to take it at face value, even if it doesn't, you know, hit me the right way, or I think it's correct. And so that is a, is this kind of a subsidiary skill that I think I've been getting from just listening to so many different people and gathering my own opinions and just learning. And one of the things they talked about, it's obviously about courage, about pulling the trigger, you know, shoot or shoot going after it. And uh, one thing he said was just one of the most eloquent things I've ever heard in my life. And uh, it goes, you know, it's all about taking risk in that fortune favors the bold, you know, key audit on a those who dare win. And it goes, fortune smiles down on you, but she gets tired quickly if you make her wait. So it was all about, you know, seizing the opportunity, getting in there before you're ready with what you have, where you're at, um, which was a Teddy Roosevelt quote as well. And it's, it's just, it's about moving. It's about action. And that's the biggest thing. You control your mindset. You control your action. That is it. And that's what I've been continually reiterating to myself because I try to boil it down to you know, I don't want 50 different fucking quotes that I have to recite whenever I'm having a mental block or don't want to go through with something or, you know, whatever it may be. I want to be able to be, okay, what am I, what are a couple things that I can in the moment? Cause if you have a whole quote or page verse or whatever it is, if you have to, you know, recite that to yourself to, to get out of a, get out of a mental block or get over the fear of, you know, people's opinions or what have you, 
you're not you're not going to remember that in the moment you're going to let it win you're going to you're going to not take that action and so just i've been trying to narrow it down to what are the what are the the main things that if you can think of these before you know before you're going to f- not fail at something but before you're not going to try or not go through something and it's just been mindset and action you control your mindset no matter how it is, no matter if you're in a bad mood, no matter if you're, you know, you're pissed off or, you know, you're super excited, you can control that. You, you can force yourself out of a bad mindset into a good mindset. And so controlling that mindset and then controlling that action and that quote, you know, fortune smiles down upon you, but she tires if you make her wait. It's, you know, it's the perfect, the perfect analogy for, you know, these opportunities have a, have a time limit on them. You not taking action is you choosing not to go forward with it and you choosing to fail at that because you didn't even try. And so that was a, a perfect way of putting it. I never even thought about, you know, it, it wants you to succeed. It wants you to do the radical thing, you know, not the reckless thing, but something just that's going to get things moving and, and and elevate you to that next level. It wants you, fortune wants you to go forward and do that. And it assists you, you know, fortune favors the bold. It's, it's, it's in there. It's in, you know, the saying that's been around for thousands of years. And so, but the thing is, you know, you sit around and you wait, that opportunity is going to go away and move on to the next person that actually, you know, that, that has it, that has that factor of, you know what, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger this time I'm going forward. And it goes along with the whole concept of, you know, you're going to be beat by the person that's working when you're not working. The person that that's not sitting around, that's not, you know, chilling or, or, doesn't go out or saves their money or meets the right people, those good opportunities are going to be safe for them because they're going to keep knocking on that door and eventually it's going to answer and it's going to be something that they want and something they can succeed, succeed at. Maybe it's not the first time. Maybe it's not the first opportunity, second opportunity, third, fifth, millionth. It doesn't matter. But the fact is they keep having them pop up. One of them is going to happen to work out for them. One of them that they're going to excel at and it's going to change their life. And so that's been the concept for this podcast since day one has just been firing as many shots as you can until you land one, until you figure out what you want to do, until you know the, the direction you want to go just for the time being. It could change. It probably will change a million times throughout your life. But movement, moving forward, having a goal, moving towards it. Oh, okay, well, I'm still moving forward, but now I'm going slightly left because this opportunity came up and I realized that's what I want to do. Adjust accordingly. But movement momentum. Those are the things that are going to carry you to that next level. And those are the things that you're going to find opportunities in. You know, you're, it's, it's this thought that I always have is, you know, you're never going to meet people. You're never going to make opportunities sitting in your room. You know, you're never, you're never going to accidentally bump into that person that might be doing exactly what you want to be doing. If you're just sitting in your room doing nothing, you can DM those people. You can go out, you can talk to these people. You can go get a coffee at a different coffee shop and you're all of a sudden everything changes the whole dynamic is open up to something new. It's all about action and movement and moving forward. And so that kind of having that idea, even if you don't fully believe it, that the world wants to work for you, it wants to have these things go right for you and and smile upon you. As he says, he likes to use that, that verbiage, but having that in your corner, in your mindset, thinking, you know, what if it goes better than it, than I thought it ever could? What if it works out even better than I thought was possible? Having that mindset as opposed to what's all the things that go wrong? How can I fuck this up? What if I embarrass myself? Going, wow, the world's rigged in my favor. These things, they want to happen for me. They're going to fall at my feet and I get to choose and I get to grow and I get to decide. Having that, coming from that perspective is going to be so much more beneficial than coming from a perspective of, oh my God, like that's going to fail. That's going to fail. That's going to fail. And a lot of things will. But if you come into it with that perspective, you're going to see a lot more 
issues, then you are going to see solutions. You're going to see a lot more problems. You're going to see a lot more ways things could go wrong as opposed to how are we going to fix these things? Where's the opportunity at? How are we going to grow from this? And so I just kind of wanted to offer up that change of perspective because I think it, it can value, it could be a value to a lot of people fighting from the corner of, you know, I got, I got fortune in, in the universe and whatever you want to verbalize it as on your side and wants me to win. You're going to find a lot more ways to why you can win than why you can't. And so I'll leave you guys with that. I appreciate everybody for listening and uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with another episode and we will be getting after it. And if you like the episode, please let me know. You can DM me comments, anything, and uh, give me some ideas to talk about. If there's something specific you want to talk about and make sure you share it on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. It really helps, really helps it grow. And uh, appreciate everybody for listening to over two years in now and uh, I'm not stopping anytime soon. So I'll see you guys next episode. Peace. Oh, <laughs>